0: Almost. Are
1: you ready? Ready.
0: Now I am. Go ahead. Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 238, October 2nd, 2019. 89 degrees on this day back in 1953, and I've told you before that 1974 was a cold year. It was 22 degrees on this day in 1974. You've already
2: told us that. And now, (laughs) from the mayor's office,
0: above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on production. Chris Reavers, director of social media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your Flashlight King, Fireworks Commissioner, and Keeper of Common Sense. Your Mayor, Joe Souchere. Thomas Lyman, who listens to us from uh, Witheridge Devon, UK. Uh, wow. feels uh, compelled every now and then to send me this date in, his, this date in Minnesota history. Oh, good. Uh, something that I don't ever refer to, but I'm glad that he does it occasionally. So here's a little quiz for you boys. In 1900, on this day, the St. Paul Dispatch ran a photograph of all the automobiles owned by city residents. How many were there? Oh, wait. In 1900, 1900? on this day, the St. Paul Dispatch ran a photograph of all the automobiles owned by the city's residents. I'm going with five. I'm going to say oh, three. Oh, I was to say more
1: than that. I'm going to say three.
0: 17, because you got Summit Avenue.
1: Maybe go 20. I'll go and 20. And you went what?
0: I went with five. And you went with three. what? Three. Uh, well, you're both one off. That's
2: four. Four.
0: Wow. Two cars and two trucks. Wow.
2: God. <laughs> yeah, that was before mass production on well, nice. right, so year, yeah, and vehicles early. were really
0: expensive. Right, yeah. And also on this day, uh, Peanuts began national syndication oh. in
2: seven newspapers. I would oh. like to know what, what brands were they? Oh. Well, he doesn't include Oldsmobile. that. Oldsmobile? You'd, uh, you'd have to go but, uh, back to... Uh,
3: in, in our mind's eye, I don't mean this, where did... They didn't go to a dealership. Where did, would they have gone to? Order them from the guy
2: that made them. Probably a Sears catalog. No, you order them from the, the fellow that made Ford them. Ford or whatever? Because wow. there's no dealership. No, Ford wasn't making vehicles then. I'll uh, go to the Google. That's what I'm doing.
1: Well-made cars. There were all kinds of uh, vehicles being made in 1900. Apparently not. There's only two of each. You Board. said bad sales guys. <laughs> <laughs> you sell. Not so. much commission. How can
0: we
3: sell this? <laughs>
0: Hey, Joe, I'm not very far into Monday's podcast yet, but I just heard the email that Scott Matura sent you. While you were reading it, I had a thought. We cannot blame cows for global warming. According to the numbers he mentioned, we should be at a neutral point compared to where we were 170 years ago when the bison were at their peak in the United States. According to estimates, there were about 60 million bison roaming North America in 1840, all chewing grass and spewing methane into the environment. Today, there are only about 500,000 bison. At that point, there were also about 25 million cows in the U.S. Combined, that's about the same as today's cow bison total. We'll flash back a couple of years and call it close enough. There are also studies that claim bison may actually produce more methane than cows, not to mention that many of the formerly large herd animals, antelope, deer, elk, etc., have had their populations reduced tremendously over the years. I started to briefly follow the rabbit hole but gave up quickly as the evidence was corroborating what we already know. It's all B as in B, S as in (laughs) S. Good luck, Dave in St. Paul Park.
1: Yes. Uh, Contributions to the manufacture of early 1900 cars were made possible by several men. Two brothers, Charles E. and James F. Durea, were the first to manufacture and market a successful gasoline-powered automobile. James completed the first Durea automobile in 1893 in Springfield, Massachusetts, working with his brother's design. In 1895, they established the first American automobile manufacturing company. On Thanksgiving Day of that year... It was dubbed the Race of the Century, where the two brothers, or uh, Frank, excuse me, won a 54-mile race from Jackson Park in Chicago to Evanston and back again. That's fascinating. <laughs> but you're uh, you're a car guy. I thought
2: Scott... Um, I am, but it's it's 1900. We're okay. I thought Scott mentioned the bison herd in he his he email did. on Monday. Yeah.
1: You don't want more about the brothers? No, it's... Okay. it's. Uh, Durea.
4: That's right.
0: I've heard of that car.
4: Really? Mm-hmm. How did you buy one, though? <sighs> I
1: told but you how. I'm still why? Looking why,
2: why do you not believe me? We're, We're
1: all gonna get stabbed. I Jesus. believe
2: you, Kenny. You could uh, maybe Car. you could write You're a letter to the s- Duryea. You d- would, d- would <laughs> ride your horse. You're such a to old Wilson's house
4: who's building them. Oh my God! Did you know those early cars? Speaking of horses, that's how the saying "get a horse" came into being because they would break down on occasion or get a flat tire, and somebody'd go, "Get a
0: horse." Right no, I didn't know that was that was right here. I didn't know that was a common that. in the lexicon.
4: Get well, a horse. it still is. Get a get
0: a horse. Really, I've never, I've never it. heard it. I've never heard what? it. I have. I've never heard it. No. Get out of here. Go get a horse. I've never heard it. I have Johnny.
4: Really? Never heard it. Thank you, Chris. Mm-hmm. Must be a North Dakota thing or something. a rural thing. Rural.
0: Which are the least tax friendly states in America?
4: Connecticut.
1: Hmm. Connecticut. Um,
0: Massachusetts. Yeah, I was going to say Massachusetts. California. California. That's got to be number
1: one. Just from Market Watch. Minnesota.
0: Let me tell you, Minnesota is not tax friendly. The ten least tax friendly states. The most, the least tax friendly state is Illinois. Oh, really? Followed by Connecticut, New York, Wisconsin, New Jersey, Nebraska, Pennsylvania, Ohio, and Kansas. Where's Alaska fall on the list? Uh, The most tax friendly states in order are the most tax-friendly states are, number one, Wyoming, number two, Nevada, and both in Wyoming and Nevada, for the most part, you certainly are away from the country's tallest buildings. Yeah, right? Tennessee, Florida, Alaska is the fifth most tax-friendly yeah. state, Washington, South Dakota, North Dakota, again, you're away from the country's tallest buildings, uh, Arizona, and New Hampshire, New hmm. Hampshire away from the country's tallest buildings. Uh,
1: Why, what am I Boy, missing?
0: Why is Connecticut... Because Rook gets that right away. Because Connecticut's a liberal East Coast state.
3: Hmm. Uh, this, Illinois, this, these are the least tax-friendly: Illinois,
0: Connecticut, New York. I read these. Wisconsin.
3: What are you doing, man? Well, I, I'm surprised that Minnesota isn't on the
0: top ten list. We're I'm shocked. There's a map with color coordinates, and we're we have a color that suggests we're not tax-friendly. But we we didn't make the ten least friendly states, nor did we make the ten most friendly states. Hmm. So we are uh, I bet we're not far off that list, though, in the least friendly. I bet we're in the top 20 for least friendly. We're stuck in the middle. Uh, California, widely considered a high-tax state, didn't crack the top 10 of least friendly tax states. Hmm. Hmm. All right. So there you have it. Uh, there it is.
3: I wonder what their criteria was, because I, dis- I think I dispute
0: that. Well, I think I trust the people at Market Watch. <laughs> more than you more than my instincts right okay right. <laughs> got it uh, how is everybody good if you have a headache <laughs> well it's because you didn't make real coffee this morning you fouled up and made yourself decaf whoops john i made
2: you i oh, made your blend this morning didn't uh, and uh I, boy i've got a powerful headache is that uh, why you're so cranky uh i'm i mm-hmm. mixed up a, or i brewed up a batch of spoon lake blend when i got that's there. good stuff so i'm getting better well,
1: that's the real stuff
2: mm-hmm
0: but the uh, decaf would give me a headache too. You get you know what you get? You get a little coffee withdrawal if you don't have the real stuff. You gotta have yeah. some caffeine. At yep. least I have two at two cups least a, a cup day. or two, yeah. That's it. I can't have it anymore. But before ten. Oh, always before and ten. And you make it
3: yourself you 'cause Absolutely. you're you're a good guy. You're not gonna pawn that off anybody else. No,
0: I'm getting uh I'm getting the the uh, crabby, uh, uh for I'm that. I'm getting the coffee ground stuff from Eau Claire and I I told you I got a grinder now.
3: Right. Mhm. And you're 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 grinding that all by yourself. You're not relying. I'm not going to ask else. anybody. Speaking for
2: help. of that, we're going to do a segment today, a Krabby Coffee Shop news segment. Today. Really, cool. I've, I've got okay. some. Uh, I've got a good story. Are you going to be uh, angry again? No, I'm not angry today.
0: Uh, California apparently has enacted a law by which uh, college athletes can be paid. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. Yep. And now uh, Tim Walls is considering this here in Minnesota. Of course he is. And well, why is this bad? Well, I'm going to get to that. We, we just started this topic. It's soon, too soon to get to why is this bad. I was addressing Reavers. Well, with, he should be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to join
2: him in just shutting me, shutting me off. Up.
0: At least two Minnesota Republican lawmakers said they plan to push California-style legislation allowing college athletes to be paid here in Minnesota, an issue that has uh, the state's governor and the University of Minnesota football coach talking. California law... California's law, which Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom signed this week, lets college athletes do endorsement deals, sign autographs for money, and hire agents. It rocked athletic departments nationwide, and the National Collegiate Athletic Association is considering a lawsuit. But a wave of professional athletes support the new law, and supporters frame it as an inevitable change in college sports. State Representative Pat Garofalo said he expected Republicans and Democrats to get behind the issue in the 2020 Minnesota Legislative Session. This is going to happen. The question is, when is Minnesota going to do it, said Garofalo, a Republican from Farmington. We have had administrators that are making millions of dollars a year, TV contracts that are worth billions of dollars a year, and the athletes are getting nothing. Well, not really. They're getting a free ride through a major institution. They're getting college scholarships. Right. That's quite a bit of money. A second GOP state lawmaker, Representative Nolan West, told the Minneapolis Star-Tribune that he planned to introduce legislation next year. Uh, Walls said he's uncomfortable with the current amateur system under which student athletes can't profit from their name or likeness. The first term democratic governor said he has played video games that use the likeness of college football players for which the athletes are not paid. Uh, I have not discussed this with anyone. I certainly don't see this moving to the forefront of discussions uh, next session, but for me personally, I think it's worth discussing. Uh, Walls told reporters in, in California, universities fought the legislation, which is scheduled to take effect in 2023. It has created uncertainty for schools in athletic conferences that play California schools. P.J. Fleck uh, said he has not read enough about it to comment. Uh, the U of M's athletic director, Mark Coyle, said he planned to work closely with Big Ten conference officials. I, I I can't get worked up about this. Only to only, except for this, that it's not going to be college athletics. That's where I was going. It's not going to be. It's it's going to be minor leagues. Just what else is? I don't no, know what it's here, going to be. Here's what
1: will happen. Um, and and again, I don't. Yes, do, do some athletes get a free ride? They do, but the the overwhelming majority do not. They they might get a partial scholarship or they might not get anything at all. Point being. Your theory for a number of years, Joe, on the NFL was it's going to morph into a quasi-reality show, which it has to a certain extent now. Right, right. So what these players are going to end up doing is they have to find any means necessary to make themselves more, quote-unquote, marketable. Yeah. And it will it will trickle down to college sports. I guarantee that will happen. I mean, you're seeing such a, a selfish generation of pro athletes now that are they're more interested in, and some of them are, but they're more interested in how can they make more money off the field as opposed to how they can perform on the field. This will absolutely happen in college sports if they. Do if you they mean
3: like it. the sixth man or like who was it, Hosea Crittenden, years ago when they had all the the uh, placards of him? He was a sure. bench player for the Gophers, but he was a a hero to everybody. And I mean, he wasn't paid or anything like that, but all the attention was on him to get in the game. I guess
0: my old idea. Uh, in comparison to these uh, collegiates actually getting money. Because for years, what I've contended is, if you play uh, for a major college, well, I've got a couple observations. If you play for a major college in any revenue-producing sport, hockey, basketball, or football, and you get a legitimate degree, you, you, have, you have performed a miracle, because it will have had nothing to do with the school urging you to study and get a degree. Sure. So that's one observation I've had. If you go to Notre Dame and you're an offensive lineman for the football team and you get a legitimate degree in biophysics, you are a miracle student. That's all that is. The school will have nothing to do with you. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, my second thing I've always contended is, and, that, and this is what pales in comparison to, to getting paid, because I bet the kids would rather get paid than my idea that I'm about to say, uh, if you're recruited to play a revenue producing sport for a major college you should not be in you should not have to go to class. you should just be there to play that sport and but but, and then, the, but the school's obligation to you is you have an open ended invitation to come back at any time
2: and get your degree That seems like a bad idea
1: but that's the case with some sports already really i know when um, I forget the the Twins player, but he went, remember after he was drafted out of high school, he was thinking about going to Georgia, let's just say I'm making this up, he ended up signing with the Twins out of high school, then went back to Georgia and got his degree. Well,
0: for all I know, he went back to Georgia and paid to get his degree. No, but he didn't.
1: The, the, they honored his original... Um, or or the twins might have footed the bill, I can't remember. But that, that does happen in some cases already.
0: But my idea seems a little bit antiquated in light of this desire to let these kids earn money.
1: Sure, but if you're... Let's say you're the lacrosse player at Bethel you're I said get, revenue producer no I know but my point being the the paying athletes part of this conversation yeah the the lacrosse player at Bethel I don't even know if they have lacrosse there you know that person's gonna say well how can I make money you know doing what I'm doing at you school? can't you're a lacrosse player well but that's not gonna stop these kids from doing that Well, what are they, that's what why I think the, this is a really dangerous idea
4: What if you were as how many scholarships are there 20 25 for football if for you're
1: Division One, Yeah. Oh, it's more than that. Oh, is it? Okay. Oh, I was yeah. going to
4: say, what if you're the second string halfback? Uh, wouldn't you feel a little jealousy toward the guy who doesn't have to go to class, doesn't have to do anything?
0: No, you wouldn't have to either. If you're on the but, team,
4: if you're on the team, that's all you're there for. But he's probably not getting a full ride. Well, he isn't getting a, a ride for college. No, but you, you, you misheard me. Day. You Maybe. misheard me.
0: If you are recruited okay, and your second stringer was recruited... To play football for the University of Minnesota, and you're you're dressing every day, I mean every game day. You're dressing. I don't care if you play or not. You're under my plan. When
4: you graduate, what's the advantage of that for that person? Yeah. I don't know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> not having the not
4: having the tightness, the
3: tight schedule to have. Because Joe's praising the athlete that studies and gets the degree so while a, he's playing.
2: That's a different topic. But. No, John's right, Joe. Well, there's uh, absolutely. I guess the kid has
0: fun it. being part of the team for four years. He doesn't get drafted. He's never going to play pro. And then he said, "Well, so now he, I got he, a free
4: education awaiting so me." So he wasted four years. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I don't know. you know
4: what?
0: Well, um, so there's some holes in my theory. All right.
4: Okay. I haven't thought no, it out
0: completely. Not holes. There's just one. There's massive. a canyon.
3: <laughs> it's the one you stop to look at in Arizona. <laughs> yeah, the hole in the ground,
0: the major uh, meteorite that hit it. Well, I I, I think it just it, it just takes you more and more into an impure situation.
1: But it is worth exploring, just given the fact that the NCAA is pocketing billions of dollars annually off of college students.
4: Before uh, before you go to break, Joe. If you're do- Are you done with that topic? Not necessarily. Oh, well, go ahead if you're not done. I'm sorry. But
3: what about...
2: That was smooth.
4: Yeah, did you like that? <laughs> what about the... Okay, the,
3: the athletic program makes the money and then passes it on to the athletic director and they pour it into the University of Minnesota's coffers.
0: You know what? Herb Brooks had an idea years ago. Mm-hmm. It was his contention that the professional leagues pay for the colleges. So the National Hockey League... Pays funds. for college hockey. Mm-hmm. The National Football League pays for collegiate football.
1: The NBA pays for college basketball. So Herbie brought that up because mm-hmm. I know Shashevsky from Duke said that each sport should operate as its own entity. Mm-hmm. You know, football is on its own, but the problem there is, and it's a good idea, but the problem is, you know, football at the U of M funds damn near every other single. But that program. doesn't that
0: that doesn't stop the reality of the NCAA. Raking in billions of dollars, and doing what with it? Living a g- great life, I guess. Okay.
4: Yes, John. I just found some automobile stuff that I want to pass oh, for. Oh, good. <laughs> As Kenny said, up until... I,
2: yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. all of that's a bad idea. I think things should continue just as they are. I think your ideas are awful. Okay. And wow. I think the guy... Well, I, I'm not insulting him. Um, no. Uh, and I'm I, insult-proof. He's just telling you why you're wrong. <laughs> I and I think the California idea is dumb and wrong.
0: Yeah, it's just going to result in a... Uh, yeah, it's going
2: gonna, it's gonna to be a disaster. It's going to be unseemly. Yeah. Are, are they... they Go opening ahead, a ahead. can of worms yes,
3: because of oh, that, yeah. because the guy that's the defensive end is not being paid as much as the quarterback. Are or they
1: doing it to as a means to produce revenue for the state since that state's damn near broke?
0: No, no.
1: Th- it would be the kids who get the money. But they'll be able to tax the kid on this, correct? Uh, I guess, sure. My guess is the I reason... I really don't really care.
3: But it, the reason they're doing <laughs> it is because right now, let's face it, they're being paid, but around uh, behind the curtain somehow uh, this kid that is a junior and came from nothing has got the finest clothes gold rings tattoos everywhere and he's
0: not making any money are you suggesting something nefarious is taking place
3: i am in Mm -hmm. all sports
4: yes Mm -hmm. how how, about what percentage of athlete do you think is in that you think it's more than five percent
3: I think it's probably around
4: ten percent because you're not worried. You're not worried
3: about the the, the less, defensive right. end or the uh, you know the third stringer. But Rook, the, there's
1: hundred kids on a on a college football team, but there's probably seven hundred student athletes at uh, you know like I'm using the U of M as an example. I don't even know how many student athletes that they have, but it's you know the football team is just one tiny portion. I of think it.
0: football ultimately will disappear
1: anyway. You're wrong. Well, most reason- not in our lifetimes. Are you going to allow your boys to play football? Of course not. Okay. Well, I, I would Just answer my question. I, I would, but it ain't up to me. <laughs>
2: Don't you think they're going to create like a bastardized version of it? You know, almost. That's what <laughs> I've been saying. Almost as horrible as flag football. Flag. Yeah, football. something like that.
0: And and it'll be a quasi reality TV show because the the rival uh, tight ends are vying for the attention of the same gal who the camera cuts to, and the in the stadium and the whole deal my freshman is playing football but it's for social reasons not for <laughs> so don't
1: get hit and don't hit anybody just sit in the sidelines line. look good here's why you're not going to class ideas really really bad mm-hmm. so i play with a few guys that let's just say occasionally went to class yeah and all they did outside of that was party yeah and that's all these athletes yeah will it's a do. dumb idea it's a dumb <laughs> idea <laughs> It is.
0: It's a dumb Joe, idea. Joe, it's
2: better that your friends tell you this than the email box, inbox being flooded tomorrow from, right. from yeah. strangers. It's Joe, a dumb idea. Joe, when you're right, you're right.
4: But your, when you're wrong... We're your friends, Joe. <laughs> right. Yeah. We're,
1: here we're here to teach
2: you. We're here to help.
4: <laughs> <laughs> What'd you find out about cars? Well, uh, the Duryea brothers that he was talking yeah. about earlier, uh, they uh, started all this, and like Kenny said, they took orders, mm-hmm. then they built the car, yeah. and you'd come pick up your car. Cool. But... There was a car dealership in America by 1898. Hmm. First dealership ever established cool. by William E. Metzger. Where? Uh, that uh, let's see. He and, was Detroit, of course. Mm-hmm. And Detroit. What was he selling? Uh, he was selling. He was a developer and a number of automobiles, including Cadillac and the EMF company. I don't know what the EMF company is. Cataract. Um,
2: it's so. unbelievable.
4: But yeah, that's how it worked early. You you ordered them and went and picked them up in 1900. There probably was some blacksmith in St. Paul who whipped a car together. Well, the other thing is uh, the Dury or not the Duryes, but the next guys that did it in 1900 they started farming out all parts. Mm -hmm. So the parts would be made in different places, sent to the shop, or whatever the factory and they'd put the car together there. That was Oldsmobile. Do you know that that
0: everybody who thinks of Ford only thinks of this giant Ford manufacturing facility that is now torn down in St. Paul? Mm -hmm. There's still a building on University Avenue. There's a big argument going on whether it should be saved historically
2: uh, that was a Ford manufacturing. It absolutely should be saved. It's down
3: by Rice or Marion. There's
2: an incredible story about, about that building. Um, and I do know companies like Studebaker um, actually started. They were making horse-drawn equipment and carriages, and they kind of um, moved into automobiles. Huh. Oh. I don't. I don't have that. The Durier brothers, by the way, it didn't end well for them. So if I just told you that, you don't believe me? Is that I, what I you're believe saying? you, Kenny. Okay. Why wouldn't I believe you? Well,
4: the Durier brothers started fighting and and split up. So yeah, it didn't work out for them.
2: How do you split up
0: with your brother? Well. Well, what so- so- settles all this is a scooter from EcoFun There you go. See what you do? Right there. What you do there is right go there. for it. Great, great transportation. If you got a short hop to work or a commute to school, these scooters are unbelievable. You're going to beat the man at the gas pump. Never have difficulty finding a parking spot. They've got the RaceStar 49cc, the Cabo 50, the Havana Classic 50, the Soho 50. These are fantastic scooters by Lance and Sim. They're reliable, and on the unlikely Situation where you might need service. Tim Bloom sends a truck through the metro every day and he takes the uh, vehicles back to EcoFund Motorsports on Highway 61 in Forest Lake. They'd uh, service them and then bring them back to you. It's a really a foolproof operation. I have a scooter, I've got a Yamaha scooter. It turns every errand into an adventure. Also at EcoFund Motorsports, the great lineup of Bentelli e bikes. A full lineup of Yamaha motorcycles, youth snowmobiles and ATVs, helmets, apparel, great service department. This is EcoFun Motorsports on Highway 61 in downtown Forest Lake.
1: Oh, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right.
0: Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of
2: life. Joe Sujet. So
4: Hey, uh, up in my uh, neighborhood, I live in Andover, of course, there's a, a wonderful restaurant. Number one on my list, Mancetti's, have the best pizza and pasta you'll want. They've been in business up there 34 years. Greg and his wife, Rochelle, uh, run the place. They make all their own sauces. They have their own recipes. The sauces are wonderful. The red, the white, uh, anything you like, the stuff with the spaghetti, the rigatoni on the pizza is wonderful. All the Alfredo dishes also. Uh, they also make their own meatballs. That's uh, one of my favorite things up there. Homemade meatballs have a wonderful taste. You get that with the spaghetti and you get the garlic toast. And if you like garlic toast with cheese, the garlic toast with cheese there is wonderful. I happen to like that. Oh, it's wonderful. Just wonderful. Uh, They also, you can eat there if you would like. You can uh, take out if you'd like, obviously. And they also deliver, call in, and uh, they'll get their food to you. Uh, Half-price appetizers after 8 p.m. for dine-in. They also have a happy hour, two-for-one beers and wine from 4 to 6. Also, ask them about their food truck. They make great food on the food truck, and uh, it serves uh, many, many uh, things for them. They also get involved in catering and fundraising. So please ask them about that. Uh, Pizzas. They got every kind of pizza you could want, uh, also any kind of crust you would want. I like the thin crust. I'm a fan of the thin crust, old-fashioned thin crust. They also have the double crust and deep dish. Uh, try any of those. They're known for the thin crust. Uh, crust. It's Mancetti's. It's at 3603 Round Lake Boulevard. If you're on Highway 10, you just go north about a mile. It's right at Round Lake and Bunker Lake Boulevard. Mancetti's, 3603 in Anoka. I have a memory of a kid named Bobby
0: Works two houses to the north of us, I can still see it in my mind's eye, walking around with a pizza mm-hmm. that he had gotten it in White, downtown White Bear Lake. This has to be 1958. Okay. And he said, this is a brand new food in this country. And 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 I never bothered to look up when the first pizza was available in the United States. Like I am but now. apparently, <laughs> apparently it's, it only dates back that far. Well, I think it goes, and it has
4: nothing to do with Italy. I think it goes to the 20s, though, in New York, and oh. I think. We, we Didn't we have this discussion it on the radio show? It has nothing radi- to do with Italy, though. The radio show. Maybe we did. I think we did. But man, full check. man hu- human, people
0: losing their relationship with nature. A Bronx Zoo trespasser paid a bizarre, oh. hip-shaking visit to the Attractions African Lion exhibit this past weekend. Jumping a safety barricade is one of the maned beasts. coolly stared her down from only a few feet away, zoo officials confirmed Tuesday. I'm looking at a picture of the lady, the gal, and the lion's looking at her, and I think the lion's thinking, I don't think I can handle that. Might be taking over my calorie count for the day.
3: <laughs> Maybe it was a dance that she did.
0: The wriggling woman... <laughs> That's either Geordie or Kelsey. Uh, the wriggling woman wearing a gray T-shirt and black pants scaled the barrier during a brief Saturday visit captured uh, in an Instagram photo. She exited after the beast became agitated and unleashed a menacing roar. Uh, eyewitness Herman Reynoso told WNBC TV. She was just there dancing, saying hi to the lion, and that was crazy, recounted Reynoso, who shot the video. But her chatter did not soothe the savage beast. When the lion finally let loose, Rain also recounted he grabbed his family and fled from the exhibit. Zoo officials confirmed the bizarre encounter without naming the woman who managed to escape without injury. Well,
2: she could have died. Can so somebody you know. give me a picture? Give me a picture of this yeah, lady. I'll call it up
3: here. She's a complete. I, I, idiot. She did a little right dance. There,
2: right there. Oh my God, she's perfect. Now there's what a moat that about?
0: separates those two. A what? A moat. I didn't know that. Yes, there was. So a... right here is a moat. Correct. That's and what Trump wants at the border. Now a moat filled with alligators and snakes. <laughs> and but she's snakes. still inside sure. the enclosure. picture over there.
2: She's got the badonkadonk going. Yeah, she really does.
1: Yeah, but she's Man, borderline mentally she ill. Break.
0: Well, do we know that? I've tried to establish that. There's no uh, indication that she did this because of a malady. No, I just think
1: she's that stupid. Well, that's, keep... that's that's but humans she... losing relationship with nature. But if you watch the video, too, the lion's almost looking at her going, are you really this dumb? I'm going to give you about 10 seconds to get out of here before right. I gnaw your face Can off. Can
2: I keep this picture? You may. <laughs> I going
1: to put it on his bulletin board.
0: The yeah. video captures the lion staring at the woman as if confused with the beast offering no reaction even when she does a brief dance, waving her arms and shaking her hips. The zoo did not respond to questions about whether they had learned the woman's identity, but no injuries were were reported, and the lion never moved even an inch toward the woman. Why are people so stupid, Uh, asked one after seeing the clip, and if the lion had jumped over the gap and killed her, they would have had to kill the lion. Isn't that something?
3: Well, She She could have cost a lion her life. Exactly. Right.
0: And people were... I hate zoos. I hate zoos. (laughs) Get that lion back to his homeland. He's happy. Well, he gets three. It's hats too and late got
2: now. Him. You turn him loose, he's gonna get eaten alive. Well
0: I suppose. But my point being is hey always fellas, been,
1: what's up? My <laughs> whole life I've been
0: anti zoo. Jerry, just, where have you been? Not a
2: zoo guy. That zoo lion is the equivalent of a city hmm Yeah. Yeah. You saying we couldn't make it down in your neck of the woods? Hell. Yeah. It'd be fun watching for a while, but then one of us would have to take a, a take you under our wing Speaking and that. escort you back to the Twin Cities. Speaking
1: of that, what was this sandblasting argument you two got into on Twitter yesterday? We weren't arguing at all. Oh, I thought it was a...
2: But Joe broke the number one Twitter rule. When you make a claim that's semi-unbelievable, you've got to provide proof. Why, why would it be semi-unbelievable that I have a sandblast cabinet? You're not the type of guy that would own a sandblasting cabinet. You want, t- we, want, we want full honesty? You're the type of guy that would hire somebody like me to do your sandblasting. I'm the half-owner
0: of a sandblast cabinet.
2: It well, just isn't at my house. Well, get possession of it.
0: And I'm a half-owner of a professional buffing wheel. And you know, he's showing the big, Kenny what a wheel, what a wheel does. does. A <laughs> big buffing wheel. A DA sander? A what? Yeah, I just say yeah. If you said the name of it, I'd know it. Wilson.
2: Uh, <laughs> big deal. You own a buffing you wheel. Give Who it, gives a oh, you give it I mean, a name? No, but I mean, it's a professional <laughs> like a quality.
0: It's a big one. Come on, It isn't Janice. a bench grinder.
3: Come on, Janice. Let's buff this baby up. Well, Will you a, be quiet? There's a huge no, seriously, difference be quiet. Yeah.
2: There's a huge difference between a bench grinder and a buffing wheel. Yeah, I got the buffing wheel. <laughs> okay, Joe. Yeah. You're going to have to provide pictures of that. Half owner. Well, you know, prove it. Well, you know, I. I uh huh. Uh-huh.
0: I also, I also am part owner of a lift, a car lift for get the car way up in the air.
1: I will what, buy that from. you. I like what we're playing. What else does Joe right. own?
3: No, I like that Joe describes. I own partially a lift. It gets the cars up in the air, and he shows no, from yeah. the ground up how it, how it rises up to the air. But
2: you, dum dums, have no idea. But I do, and I will. I will buy that from you because I need. We don't. It's not for sale. We use it all the time. No, you don't. It's in
0: a neutral. <laughs> it's in a neutral site. Absolute. Here's what's irony. It's probably about six blocks from your house.
2: What did I tell you? Honest off, to God. What did I tell you? It was yesterday off the air we were having this discussion. We don't want... We're too old for a mistress apartment. Right. We need, you and I, yeah. we need a garage, a You shop. could put
0: two cots in this place. Oh, it's that small.
2: No, no. You. I mean... Cars? Two it,
0: cars? And if you oh, you could the put cars three up cars and down. in there. You oh, could push I, two cars forward to the lift, and you got a car on the lift, and you could put a car under the lift. Let's...
2: Let well, come on, man. Yeah, you've already got it because you said, "Oh, I've been thinking about buying a garage somewhere." Yeah. Well, this sounds perfect. I, well, I don't own this
4: garage; it's a buddy of mine. But I'm a part owner of the lift. Yeah, I, I would just like to point out if my wife listens that I had nothing to do with a mistress apartment. So.
2: Neither
1: uh, <laughs> did I. It, yeah. it doesn't
2: happen to be on Thirty Eighth Street, does it? It's south of Minneapolis. It's over there no. on Maine. You're really close. Really? I
1: bet you I know the building.
0: (laughs) I can tell you off here. Let's take a break and come back with Johnny Hype. (laughs) Gotcha. (laughs) The Earth is not your mother. The Joe Souchere Show.
3: Joe, since it's food-based... Pizza made its first appearance in the United States with the arrival of Italian immigrants in the 19th century, and was popular among a large Italian populations in New York, Chicago, and Philly. Trenton, yeah, but I St. don't Louis. think it's—I
0: don't think it's the dish we know today as a pizza. It was probably some bread covered with <laughs> orange paint. Until
4: uh, Wilbur from White Bear right. came along right. and here's showed John. You. I, I swear we had the same exact discussion. Well, we won't have it radio. again. Sure, Let's we. not okay. have it again. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we got baseball, playoff baseball. Yes, going we on. do. Pretty damn good uh, game yeah, last fun night. Fun game last night. Washington uh, against all odds because uh, it looked like they were pretty much done. Come back to beat Milwaukee four to three.
0: I
1: feel so bad for that kid from Milwaukee. I
4: just feel bad for Milwaukee.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. I was rooting for a Twins Milwaukee series, however improbable that might have been. The only reason I was okay with Washington winning is, you know, it doesn't matter. They're the sacrificial lamb for the Dodgers, and the Brewers would have had no chance of winning a game in that series. Uh, the Twins
4: and the Yankees play Friday, as we all know, and uh, I thought, you know, I'm not, I am not, I, won't be here tomorrow, so I thought I'd write a song about that. About I, the Twins and the Yankees? Because I, I grew up a Yankees fan. I know you did. Are you rooting for the Twins? I would like to see the Twins win. Yeah. yeah the Yankees have had plenty of wins. Right. I guess for me, it's a win-win either
0: way. Because, I think the greatest story yeah. in baseball is Tampa Bay.
1: Yeah. $55 million <laughs> payroll. Yeah. Playing Oakland, who's got a, what, $79 million? <laughs> Those are payroll. two yeah.
0: low-paying clubs. Yeah. Yep. It's silly to say fifty-five million dollars is a
1: low payroll,
0: but it is. And my God, it can be done. Yeah, the Twins don't have a high payroll, do they? They're a hundred not relatively speaking. No, what are, what's what's the Yankees? Three hundred million?
4: No, it's Dodgers yeah. and Yankees are both uh, what? Yankees are two eighty, I think. Yeah, Dodgers? Will throw. they
0: fill that dump in Tampa tonight?
4: They're in Oakland.
0: Oh, I thought they were in Tampa. No. Oh shoot! Uh, you were spot I on. Mean, at- I mean, oh, good. About that SI
3: piece, yeah, by Steve um, Russian. Russian was a a hell of a piece. I read it. it. I loved it. It was really good. If you haven't read that, folks, just uh, Google Twins or is it Curse of
0: the Bakery? Yeah, Curse of the Breadsticks. Uh, The uh, New York
1: Yankees are two hundred and eighteen million dollars. The Cubs two hundred eighteen. The Boston Red Sox two twenty nine. Dodgers are just over two hundred million dollars. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, Anyway, I wrote a
4: song about this series. Cause I'm not sure,
1: All not right. sure who to root for. All
4: right. <laughs> not that Chris. Can the Twins beat the Yankees? Maybe three games to two. For that to happen, they'll have to win one in the Bronx Zoo. Yes, they will. Past history shouldn't matter when Sano is the batter. And the mm-hmm. Twins have Nelson Cruz. So I did their two? I did. Oh, I, got double it. It. Two I got you. Yeah. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. it, I got it. What? Pardon me? I see
0: song. no reason the Twins can't beat the Yankees. I've, I've Bleep this curse. The curse still. is done. They're, they're too good. They're hey, too loose. They're hey, too young. They're too happy. Hey, he's in got, the middle I of so, a song. Oh, I'm sorry he was done. I still got another bird. We thought you were
4: done pitching might be the difference maybe Kyle Gibson can be the hero uh, we don't know that I doubt it with both team staff iffy we probably won't see any zeroes Oh. <laughs> oh, what
2: did you think I was going Well, you know, I think you thought you were going to go blue there. <laughs> so bad,
4: Kenny, that I knew what you
1: were thinking. God, lots you of know, People oh, have your minds in them.
4: I don't Catter. even know what you're talking about.
1: I'll have I to don't ask either. when we take
4: a break. Lots of home runs will Ify. probably
1: fly out.
4: Most of them, no doubt. And the winner will drink lots of beer
1: Zero hero beer
4: get it. That's all I got. That's, mm-hmm. that's I it.
3: think he is done. Now you may speak. No, it's Johnny's <laughs> news. I want
1: to know what um, Kenny was uh, No, you don't. No, I have an email, by the way, for you, Mr. Height, in regards to this. Yesterday, uh, this is from Michael Farley. Uh, Reavers, Height said yesterday that Sling TV is the only yeah, streaming I, I service I to have MLB wrong. Network for the Twin Series with New York this weekend. I get MLB Network on my PlayStation View, View. streaming service. YouTube TV also has MLB Network.
4: I don't think I can do news. I'm trapped. Joe, do you want to get there the new uh,
1: PlayStation View for your no. for your garage? I have maybe? no idea what that means. Okay,
4: you can get all <laughs> kinds of channels
2: on the PlayStation View. So, all right, some traffic news to make you aware of. How much do they cost? Because we're going to pull the plug on this Dish Network. How much and does what cost? A PlayStation View. Well, Playstations cost like four hundred, and then you pay monthly for oh, that. Oh,
4: get a Roku for ninety nine dollars. you still singing. <laughs> get a Roku for ninety nine dollars. <laughs> Oh, God. I swear to God. I don't want any TV talk right now. Yeah. Okay. Some traffic news to make you aware of. Planned work along Interstate 35W and Interstate 94 has been postponed. According to the Department of Transportation, closures were planned for both interstates early Thursday. However, uh, we have the potential for rain, so they are going to delay the work. So instead, 35W South... Between 94 and the Crosstown will be closed from 10 p.m. Thursday until midnight Friday. Wait, one more time? 35W South between 94 and the Crosstown will be closed 10 o'clock Thursday night until midnight Friday. So all day, basically, Friday. Okay. Additionally, I-94 East between 394 and 35W will be closed from midnight Friday until 5 a.m. Monday. A man walking with his girlfriend in downtown Minneapolis's theater district Saturday night was pistol-whipped and fatally shot after a chance encounter with a stranger in a passing vehicle, according to the charges filed Tuesday. 23-year-old Marnell Allen charged with second-degree murder in the shooting of 21-year-old Enzo Herrera Garcia of Apple Valley. It happened at the intersection of South 8th Street and Hennepin Avenue. Police said that Herrera Garcia and Allen were unacquainted before they clashed, uh, this gunfire all happened in an area of downtown that routinely draws thousands on a weekend night. Wow. According to the com- police, uh, a police complaint, they were called downtown at 10.20 in the evening, found Herrera Garcia with his girlfriend tending him, bleeding from a gunshot wound. He was taken to the hospital and pronounced dead. Witnesses said two men in a silver vehicle were responsible, provided license plate number. The incident all caught on a city camera and recorded by a passerby on a cell phone. The video showed the couple walking and then the vehicle pulling over at the intersection and two men getting out. Alan, holding a handgun, began fighting with Herrera Garcia and pistol whipped him. Wow. Alan dropped the gun, picked it up, then shot Herrera Garcia. Jeez. Alan and the other man got back in the car, then drove away. Do we know what they were fighting about? Uh, no, apparently uh, they yelled something out of their car to the, the couple. Right. The guy yelled something back, as you would if you were the guy, assuming they yelled something you don't want to hear. That's when the guys got out of the car. That's where you're wrong, Johnny. You
1: don't don't respond. Well, seriously. Some people would. You're right. Or maybe they
0: were in the intersection and uh, felt that the car was infringing on their rights mm -hmm. as pedestrians and said, hey, buddy, watch it or something. The the guys in the
1: car yelled first. Right, They're the ones that instigated it. But people that are walking downtown on the weekend— They'll walk out in front of green a green-lit traffic. They don't care. I, I see it all the time. Uh, do do we have a response from the mayor? Nothing from the mayor.
2: Less cops! He's still worried about Trump. Uh, police tracked the vehicle to Allen's
4: South Minneapolis address. When Allen came out and drove away, police pulled him over and arrested him. At first, he said he was not involved, but then admitted he and his cousin got into the altercation with Herrera Garcia and I will actually
1: take the odd position of defending Fry because I saw this news story this morning, and he did say he wants 14 more cops on the street, in Minneapolis.
4: Okay, so
3: that is I'm looking it up right now. That's right outside of Union Rooftop, uh, a half a block from the State Theater, the Orpheum. Yeah, it's it's the State Theater intersection. That's mean, what it is. mean Girls is tonight. They got a. It's coming this week.
0: Well, boys, and there's going to be people there downtown. Yeah. All, According to St. Paul Police, officers responded to Earl Street and Ross yesterday on a report of up to 30 shots fired between two vehicles at 20 minutes to 4 in the afternoon. Wow. 39 shell casings were discovered between York Avenue and
2: Minnehaha Avenue on Earl Street. So it was a rolling gun battle. A rolling gun battle. And 39 casings means they're probably using more than two firearms, uh, unless they were, you know, AR-style guns.
3: Which you probably think they were not. Or?
0: Soon after the initial
2: call,
3: another
0: call suggested one of the vehicles crashed at Earl Street in Reney. There, officers found a car crashed into a tree on the east side of Earl with bullet holes in the side of it. Witnesses told police a male and a female fled the car on foot. They were found nearby by officers, and the male was found to have an injury from the car crash. A canine searched the area and found a gun inside a backpack in a garbage can nearby. The items had blood on them. The man, 19, was arrested for felony possession of a firearm, and the female was released. No other vehicle involved in the shootout was located or identified. Nobody was found to have been shot in the incident. Okay, the guy's 19 years old. It's 20 minutes to 4 in the afternoon. He could be, he could be gainfully employed. People are dying for employees. Here's a guy, obviously has no intention of working. No, nope. Right. That's all I had, John, to contribute to your story about downtown
4: Minneapolis. Please proceed. A batch of recent polling confirming Ooh. the Democratic impeachment push is now gaining some steam, including a new Politico morning consult survey shows for the first time that more voters support than oppose proceedings to start the impeachment. The uptick is primarily among Democrats as Republican voters surveyed continue uh, to have the president's back. Meanwhile, former Watergate prosecutor John Sale will now represent Rudy Giuliani amid new congressional inquiries and subpoenas. The chairman of three House committees subpoenaed Giuliani, who himself serves as President Trump's personal attorney on Monday for key documents related to the Ukraine controversy as part of their formal impeachment inquiry against the president.
0: Did Trump really say he wants a moat filled with alligators and snakes? Well,
4: that's my next story, as a matter okay, of fact. Okay, I, I, I find it
0: hard. If he did,
4: it's because he had a flash
0: of a book being read to him when he was six years old about some the, mythical the, monsters or something. The drawbridge? He ridge. says whatever comes in his head, if, in fact, he did well, that. Well,
4: and, and if he did, in fact, he said other things you probably know, too, if you saw the Shoot him in the, the leg At the same Did meeting, he really yes. say that, though? Uh, it's being reported by the New York Times, and they're saying that it's based on interviews with more than a dozen White House administration officials. He suggested having migrants shot in the legs Uh, during a march meeting. In the he's crazy. He ain't that crazy, is he?
1: Wow. John's fake guitar news is brought to you by. (laughs) I'll plead
4: the fifth. The article is adopted from a forthcoming book by reporters Michael Shear and Julie Hirschfield, Julie Hirschfield Davis, titled "Border Wars: Inside Trump's Assault on Immigration." The aides told the Times that Trump suggested to advisors during the Oval Office meeting they should shoot migrants in the legs to slow them down. That suggestion came after the president had publicly suggested shooting migrants if they throw rocks during a speech in November. Officials who spoke to the Times also said Trump often suggested fortifying the border wall with a water-filled trench stocked with snakes or alligators. Trump also, according to to the... uh, People speaking wanted the wall electrified and wanted it to have spikes on top that could pierce human flesh. When advisors told the president some of his suggestions were probably illegal, he reportedly became frustrated, yelling, You are making me look like an idiot. I ran on this. It's my issue.
1: you're doing a good enough job, Don.
4: (laughs) The Times reported the meeting was set for 30 minutes, but lasted more than an hour among the officials in the room, then Homeland Security Secretary Kirstjen Nielsen, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, Acting Customs and Border Protection Chief Kevin McAllenan. Acting Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney and White House Advisor Stephen Miller. White House had no immediate comment on the story. Don, uh,
0: Don we can't.
4: Uh, we
1: Joe, can't, your can't, thoughts.
0: We can't shoot immigrants, uh, nor can you electrify them, nor should you have a moat filled with snakes and alligators. <laughs> can't, can't you shoot <laughs> And unicorns
4: and rainbows. <laughs> Slow them down a little. <laughs> uh, you guys probably didn't know uh, today, Wednesday, uh, it's uh, National Walk and Bike to School Day. <laughs> Good, all those climate change kids can get out there right, and yeah. practice what yeah. they preach. This happens every year. The day, I've never heard of it, was established to help students adopt healthy habits as well as help them connect with other students really? and community members. I'm familiar with that.
1: We, uh, we walk to school every morning. It's about a two-block walk. In our neighborhood, I'm, I'm shocked at how many parents <laughs> drive their kids three blocks to school. What are you, a
2: commie? What do you mean? Shut up. Get in the car, kid. You're going to school. <laughs> oh, no! Oh my God, neighbors! <laughs> Shut up. I
4: don't know about you guys, but me and Joe, we walked to school every day uphill. In yeah, a snowstorm. Both, ways, both yeah. ways, Even in the summer. Yeah, yeah. Snowstorm. Yeah. Yeah. Even in the summer, those snowstorms. Yep. They're tough. They were yeah. tough. tough. In California, a feel-good story I think even Kenny will like. A group of junior detectives helped Roseville, California police find a missing 97-year-old woman on Monday afternoon. Roseville police posted a plea to Facebook Monday night while they searched for Glenetta Belford. The search efforts for Belford focused on the Quail Glen and Blue Oaks neighborhoods. When police got there, they said officers were overwhelmed by the number of people who came out of their homes to search for Belford. Ten-year-old McKenna Rogers, who helped with the search, said kids can make a difference just as much as adults can. The team of five Roseville children phoned in the tip that led to finding the woman. Logan Holtman said, I just wanted to help. The 10-year-old said, I like helping, except if it's with chores. (laughs) Logan and McKenna grabbed their bikes and their friends determined to find the woman. When Logan took a fall from his bike, the team took a break. Logan's brothers, a 13-year-old Boy Scout, happened to have a first aid kit in his room. With the injury, the kids didn't give up their search after he was fixed up. After a quick dinner, they got back on the streets and spotted the woman not far from their homes. Logan said, all of us saw this lady walking around, and we were like, guys, that's her. That has to be her. team of junior detectives called police, telling dispatchers they found the woman. Belford was safe and reunited with her family. Police called the kids' actions fantastic.
0: That's wonderful, John. And uh, we're going to return with news from the Krabby Coffee Shop. We have a rural correspondent weighing in at this moment.
2: Alexandria won big yesterday.
1: Hey, y'all. Bill, oh, yeah. here's Kenny with news from the Crabby Coffee Shop. And news from the
2: Crabby Coffee Shop brought to you by the CoffeeGrounds.com over in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. You can find them online, coffeegrounds.com. And get yourself the best fresh roasted coffee you've ever tasted. Did you guys see this news yesterday? Yesterday, Minnesota Monthly, the magazine. What? What? What am I missing? Nothing. 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 Not a joke. Um, uh, Minnesota Monthly named Alexandria the best town in Minnesota. Come on. Yeah, they won, Uh, and it's due to a number of of factors, including the schools. Some kid that sends cards to other kids that have cancer. It's really cool and a bar that I've never heard of. It's called the Corral and Eatery, and that joint lets you uh, swallow a minnow.
0: Really? Why would you want to do that, I wonder? <laughs> I, I, that's what I wondered myself.
2: And uh, the rest of the story is really boring, and there's a video that uh, is about two and a half minutes long, and if I played it, you'd lose interest after, after the first five seconds. Uh, but it did give me an idea. Trivia time. Mm-hmm. I want to know what you heads know about Alexandria, Minnesota, and we're going to start with the simple stuff. Um, and you should know the answer to this. All of you should. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know, I'm going to slap you. Yep. <laughs> what do the locals refer to as Alexandria? Alec. Don't... Alec. Fantastic. Not Alex. That makes Alec. That makes me so happy. Yeah. Thank you, guys. What statue is Alec famous for?
3: Uh, the Viking the um i can't remember his name but it's the big huge uh Henry. Something to
0: do with the stonehenge
3: no oh he's really it's uh lone ranger no it's a it's a norska it's a norsk thing it's elmore the viking elmore something like Not that though. he's
0: on the right track i think big
3: <laughs> big that's what you can get at the bar big ole
2: big, ole. Oh, big ole. Ole. For sure. such there's two museums of import i know you're going to get one of them um but name me tell me what the names of these museums are and they're both located right across the street from big ole well one's the boat museum that's not the name of it well it's the alexandria boat museum Alexandria
0: Museum of Old Boats. (laughs) Legacy of the Lakes. Legacy of the Lakes. Then there's another museum up there that has a real theme problem. (laughs) Because they'll have, like, a a payphone in it and then somebody's dead horse. And uh, (laughs) what's the one I'm thinking of? It's the
2: other one (laughs) Runestone. 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 Yeah. And I've always thought it's hilarious. they got a theme problem. I've always thought uh, it's hilarious (laughs) that Alexandria almost takes credit for the Kensington (laughs) Runestone. Kensington's like 30 miles away, but if you want to learn anything about the Runestone, you have to go over to the the Runestone Museum in Alexandria. What's the high school sports nickname? reavers you ought to get this i should i
1: actually i know this because your colors are red and white yeah
2: um the patriots Cardinals.
1: it it is the cardinals who said it rookie did
2: matthew i'm so surprised i like uh, high school nicknames though where in alexandria will you get more slide jobs than white castle
1: the choke and puke
2: i have no idea what you're talking about Uh, betty's bar i'll give you a hint Every year, I post a number of videos from this place.
1: Oh, this is where you got the, the, the smelt fry. Is that this place?
2: Viking Speedway. It's a oh, half-mile dirt it. track Speedway. at the uh, at the county grounds. You got me on that one. Alec is the county seat of what county? Joe. Well, Such? I know all the counties. It's Douglas. Just... Very good. Douglas, wow. that's right.
0: Oh. Oh. Dakota Dodge and Douglas are your D
2: counties. That a boy. Here's one that none of you will get what then why uh, are you asking it? Name <laughs> the most famous politician from Alec and I'm gonna give you a hint Was it female? Mm, I'm gonna give you a hint the only hint I'm giving you is uh that this person was once a governor of this state so it's not Cora Knudsen.
3: oh no, that's what I was gonna say
2: Cora come home remember that
0: yeah
2: yeah uh once the governor of the state I have no idea Elqui. Canute <laughs> Nelson. Canute. Canute Canute Nelson. Name two other famous people from Is this from ending Alley. soon? Name two other Halfway people. Through. Kenny from... Olsen. No. Um, the hint is they're both sports related. Really? And Such, if you don't get this, yeah, I am going to give yet. you a running kick oh. to the crotch because you are not who you claim to be.
3: got to be a baseball player oh, and a, a football hockey, player. Hockey
2: player. No. Closer to Such's heart. Golf? Newspaper oh, man. Oh, for Pete's sake. Uh. The golfer. Uh, I'm having a... Tom uh, Lehman. Tom Lehman. Very good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, And Alexandria also likes to uh, lay claim to um, Brock Lesnar. Oh, yeah. But Brock lived over in Garfield, about 15 miles away. Uh, Name one, just one, area lake. Alexandria? Oh, jeez. I've
0: I've competed on the damn thing. Puss?
1: (laughs) Well, there is Lake Alexandria,
0: correct? No. Isn't there? I give up. I'm having a bad day
2: uh, any lake there i mean there's 8 million know, lakes around I alexandria just know. pick Thousand. one say long just say, yeah, long. say long. There's a, a lot mud. It, long is too close to oh. be, or too far away to be named. A well, there's
0: a resort right on one of the lakes. Arrowwood. Arrowwood, Arrowwood is on is that lake. Uh, I can't think of it. What right about now. Darling? Is Darling one? Darling is one.
2: There you go, Ravers. Yeah, did you look it up? Yeah, I did. U S O B. The annual grape stomp. This is the last question. Thank Such. God. The annual grape stomp is held at what winery? Well, I would have no clue. Uh, no, no, no. I don't drink wine. Rookie, this is right okay. up your alley. I'm taking
3: a. i am taking I know there's a. Hike wine up in-
2: your skirt and think about it. You've probably been there. Alexandria Winery?
3: No, there's it, a. Uh I can't remember the name of it.
2: Carlos Creek. Ah! Carlos Creek. If you own a Krabby Coffee I, I Shop do. mug, you are absolutely, absolutely, one hundred percent forbidden to put grocery store icky floor dry coffee in that mug. I will come to your house and I will repossess it. Please, up your game. Go over to the CoffeeGrounds.com. You can log in. They're in Eau Claire. Their blends, I promise you, will change your life forever. Garage Logic. We already have a number of blends and uh, now in addition to the crabby coffee shop blend and the gl blend the coffeegrounds.com is offering the spoon lake blend and the johnny height guitar blend johnny's blend is a dark roasted decaf and if you're an everyday coffee drinker don't make the mistake of doing what i did and drinking that in the morning because you'll end up with a headache but if you've got a heart problem or if you have to drink decaf it's really, really good, and the Spoon Lake blend—it's the mayor's favorite, and it's what I drink here at work. Uh, Germans, yeah, the crowds know a thing or two about beer and how to consume it. Thankfully, the CoffeeGrounds.com has started their Oktoberfest celebration. They've released new five new German beers, but they've got it all over there: coffee, beer, cigars, a full-service restaurant, everything a person could ever need to increase the joy of day-to-day living. You might want to stop in, and you might actually want to stay a few days. It's that cool. If you're rolling down 94 through the Land of Cheese, pop into the coffee grounds in Eau Claire. They're located a half a mile north of 94 on Southtown Drive. Say hi to Eric and Julie and thank them for being a part of the GL family. Now, this is the segment where I usually give uh, advice for the dumb among us, and I don't have any, but i got to tell you, uh, every single day when I see some dumbbell uh, age 20 or over, and usually they're full-grown adults wearing a, a, a baseball hat backwards, I get really, really mad. Grow up, turn around, that stupid hat, and live your life like an adult. Couldn't agree with you more. The Krabby Coffee Shop is brought to you by TheCoffeeGrounds.com in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. You can order the best fresh-roasted coffee you've ever tasted from TheCoffeeGrounds.com.
1: I'm with you, bro. I knew you'd do that to me. <laughs>
2: you're, you're one
1: of them. <laughs> I never wear my hat backwards.
0: The University of Oklahoma Undergraduate Student Congress voted to remove the Pledge of Allegiance from its meetings, and the author of the bill said the goal is to make the group a more inclusive body. Or have we heard this before? St. Louis St. Park, Park earlier this oh, yeah. summer. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma University, uh, our University of Oklahoma senior Gabby Thompson, who wrote the bill, told a uh, Station, K-F-O-R-T-V, that the pledge was written as a celebration of Columbus Day in 1892. And in the city of Norman, we don't celebrate Columbus Day. We celebrate Indigenous Peoples Day. For us to be like the best, most inclusive body, I thought that we should remove it, Thompson added to K-F-O-R. She also told the station she was really able to connect with a lot of uh, uh, kids because of this. Uh, I think it's just a uh, no reciting of the pledge is un-American, said Sophie Brousseau, and a senior A pair of uh, OU international students had mixed feelings about the issue. I mean, the U.S. was discovered prior to Columbus getting here, uh, not only by indigenous people, by other explorers. Khalil Tafni told the station, on and on and on and on. But these are just misguided kids. But I did some homework because uh, something in her uh, belief rings uh, false. I, I can find no... I went through the I went through ushistory.org, I went through Wikipedia, I looked up various sites about the Pledge of Allegiance. I can find no mention whatsoever <laughs> that it had the its creation had anything to do with Christopher Columbus. Right. It was not written to celebrate Christopher Columbus. No. No. It was written in 1892 by the socialist minister Francois Bellamy. It was originally published in the Youth Companion on September 8, 1892. Bellamy Bellamy had hoped that the pledge would be used by citizens of any country. In its original form, it read, I pledge allegiance to my flag and the republic for which it stands, one nation indivisible with liberty and justice for all. In 1923, the words, the flag of the United States of America were added. At this time, it read, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, One Nation Indivisible with Liberty and Justice for All. And in 1954, because of the godless communist threat, (laughs) uh, Eisenhower encouraged Congress to add the words, under God, creating the 31-word pledge we say today. Well, it had nothing to do with Christopher Columbus. No, not Uh, at all. Not to mention that you kids are selling yourselves short. You're giving away the country. Uh, you think that you you think you're being inclusive by removing the conventions uh, of America and you're not you're uh, you're just uh, And you're they're fools. literally
2: they're literally making making history up. Mhm. Had nothing to do with and Christopher then, Columbus, and then denying the phony history that they're making up. <laughs> you think oh anybody? Do you
0: think any academic at the school at this failed academy would have pointed out to her, "Hey, lady, oh, uh, you would think We so. can't find. I can't. I can't find any anything in history that has anything to do with Christopher Columbus. No, they they made that up. Yeah, and they're doing nothing to serve the indigenous people. No, and this is exactly the same kind of thinking that the uh, uh, St. Louis City. Uh, St. St. Louis St. Louis Park, Park. City Council uh, had the same kind of uh, ridiculous belief that if we don't say this, we're more inclusive. <laughs> well, B as in B, S as in S. A, you don't have to say it. And B, it is the pledge of your country. So Here's
2: some, here's some phony BS history. Yeah. Yeah. And now we're going to do some other phony BS nonsense and reaction. Honest to God. Oh, my God. Honest to God. <laughs>
0: Farmers, tired of being blamed for climate change, have driven a tractor convoy to The Hague in the Netherlands, uh, causing record-breaking rush hour traffic in the Netherlands. Uh, Farmers are ticked off over claims that they should be held responsible for nitrogen oxide emissions, so much so that police said 2,200 joined a convoy of tractors. Storming the Hague in protest on Tuesday. I saw the photos. It's fantastic. It is. Uh, Reuters reported that the agriculture activists caused the worst morning commute in Dutch history. In the midst of the country's efforts to curb carbon emissions to meet the government's goals, members of the ruling party have floated a mandate for reducing the number of livestock farmers, uh, for reducing the number of livestock farmers are allowed to raise, even suggesting cutting herds by 50%. Fences and other barriers were toppled as the protesters made their way to their destination. While the vast majority of the caravans' participations were peaceful, only three were arrested, the congregation took its time to be sure their presence was known by the city slickers. (laughs) Suddenly everyone is worried and we're getting blamed and badly represented in the media. Everyone is blaming us for climate change, but planes are worse than farmers and no one is talking about them. A dairy farmer named Vincent told the BBC. A plow on the front of one tractor said, How dare you! <laughs> <laughs> 10,000 farmers were expected to gather in protest uh, to argue they are unfairly being blamed after a court ruling found the country is violating European emission rules. Liberal politicians of the country are blaming livestock producers for pushing emissions over the edge. B as in B, S as in S. During the rally at the center of The Hague, Agriculture Minister Carola Schutten promised, as long as I am minister, there will be no halving of the herd. Dutch farming is developing, and you do it differently than your parents. Your children will do different things again. This is the strength of our agriculture. So a very reasonable response from the Minister of Agriculture. But the, the, the parade of tractors was as far as the eye could
2: see. And if you were trying
0: to get anywhere,
2: you weren't getting anywhere because uh, the farmers were I having issues. I don't know how say. I feel about that, being a former traffic guy and getting very irritated at people that would stand in the uh, freeway. Okay. But then I recall we did the same thing in this country, wasn't it? The late, you're going to have to help me out, late 70s, early 80s? I
0: remember some storm on Washington.
2: Yeah, and it was with tractors, yeah. and people were... Uh... But I forgot to tell you earlier when you were talking about um, meat and cows and uh, bison, I watched this Market Day Farm Report show every morning, and they did a story this morning about this movement to stop Americans from eating meat. Mm-hmm. And according to this this report I read, this is just a lot of noise that virtually nobody is following through on. Even the left, even the left, uh, they're eating meat as as fast and as hard as they ever have. Well,
0: plus, didn't we have recent medical news that it's not to be thought of as badly as we were once told? Yes,
2: and a great source of uh, protein. If if you wait long enough, every admonition, it's the old,
0: (laughs) what was the great Woody Allen movie where, you know, chocolate was good for you and everybody should smoke and... Uh, where he comes uh, out of the uh, slender or Orgasmatron? sleeper, right. sleeper wasn't it? Sleeper. Yeah, it was in the Orgasmatron. orgasmatron. <laughs> and uh, if you wait long <laughs> enough, everything's going to be reversed. Coffee's now good for you today. T- yesterday it was bad. Today it's good. Red wine. Red wine was bad today. It's good. But uh, the story. Beer was, prevents cholesterol. That's right. Yeah. you go.
2: You know the farmers are rightfully so up in arms because of these. The lefties are trying to get everybody to stop eating meat. And and the gist of the story. The gist of the story was. Yeah, don't worry about it. Nobody is slowing down. <laughs> they're saying that they're not going to eat meat, but they're still eating right. hamburger. Come on. Head. Come on. You had
0: a girl in the U.K. yesterday who was traumatized because she got a sausage roll. Oh, <laughs> She's ruined right. for life. Traumatized. Right. Right. her body. She's for poisoned life. for life. Traumatized. Traumatized for life. Uh, we're going to be back with Johnny's News. It's yeah. the end of the
3: world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. Man, does that music make you hungry? Uh-huh. Makes me want to make a, uh, a reservation at Jack's Cafe. Thank you, Johnny Height. That was beautiful. JacksCafe.com. Three generations. Since 1930s, this landmark has been serving steak, seafood, in an elegant old-school setting. And they feature a backyard garden patio that's probably going to be decorated for the fall festivities that are coming up. You can make a reservation at Jack's Cafe. I'll give you the phone number. It's easy to go online, of course, jaxcafe.com, jackscafe.com. If you're looking to plan a work party, a family party, or just a get-together, from 25 people to 300, they've got all sorts of different rooms and settings for you to enjoy your family and friends with a fine meal and some wonderful spirits. JacksCafe.com. Ask about the rookie date night menu. We've got a lot of feedback, too, on this. People that have been asking for the menu, and it is Joe... Huh? The menu is <laughs> brought to you brought to you because it's not on the regular menu. You do have to ask about the rookie date night menu, which includes a four-course meal and a bottle of wine. People are enjoying that, but you need to ask for it. 612. They'll
0: bring it to you. They'll, They'll bring, bring
3: you, you oh, the menu. They will bring you the menu. No, complimentary. Right. 612. You don't have to get up and wander around no. the place. No, no you just for look. One. You know where the menu is? No, they bring it to you. Just ask. JacksCafe.com. 612-789-7297. It's easy. To, if you didn't get that phone number... Go to jackscafe.com, J-A-X-C-A-F-E.com.
2: I bet they're really uh, generous with uh, silverware, too. You napkins, bring a spoon. Bring what? a napkin. Uh,
0: Billy's got the staff. They're bringing <laughs> up silverware. You with your fingers. Yes. Here's Johnny Height. All
2: right.
4: Thank you, Joe. Uh, some, one sports note, sort of, 10 years ago. Remember Percy Harvin?
2: Sure. Yeah,
4: he was on his way. He liked the weed. 10 years ago, and that's what we found out today. Well, We sort of already knew it, but we found even more out today. Uh-oh. Uh, Percy Harvin was on his way to winning 10 years ago the NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year Award as a Vikings receiver. Harvin's saying now during that season and every other he played, he regularly smoked marijuana. He told BleacherReport.com, quote, there's not a game that I played in. That I wasn't high.
3: He's on our way over north smoking weed. You know how we do.
4: Harvin smoked marijuana. He said to deal with anxiety and migraines. He said that he had been prescribed multiple different medications. The only thing that made him feel better was marijuana. Harvin also sheds light on his Super Bowl week fight. You might remember this when he was with the Seahawks. He fought with Golden Tate. He had been traded to Seattle before the season, Harvin. What was his name? Golden what? Golden, Golden. Tate. Tate. Oh, Good receiver. No, yeah, no. it was Tate. Yeah, no, T- N N and, uh, T-A-T-E, right, correct. Yeah. No, N. Okay. He, uh, Harvin had missed most of the season with a hip injury, and uh, he took issue with something Tate said to the media, so Harvin confronted Tate in the locker room, punched him into a trash can Jeez. only 10 minutes before the team photo. Harvin's admission of marijuana Big use. Black guy
0: in and in the team football. photo, you can see Tate's legs in the trash can, <laughs> sticking out of the trash can.
4: <laughs> Harvin's admission of marijuana use, uh, not surprising. A lot of players use it, even as the NFL clings for collective bargaining purposes to a ban on a substance that's legal in a lot of states for recreational use and plenty more for medical
2: use. You know, and uh, how do you think Bill Leith feels about that? He's hearing yeah. that and going. <sighs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. who was the other guy that uh, threw a... Did he throw a no-hitter? Doc, Doc You're Ellis. You're thinking yeah. of Doc Ellis. Doc yeah. Ellis. He kn- an and older. he was tripping balls. LSD. Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, I know a young lady who uh, tr- was helping to treat Percy for his migraines. Yeah. And uh, she said he walked in and just reeked of marijuana yeah, you when, can't when smoke. he came in he for treatment. that
2: in the car. <laughs> right? it, uh, it lingers. <laughs> uh, that's what I've been told. To oh, know. right. Yeah. <laughs> news items
4: the st paul dfl has come out in support of the city's organized trash collection system endorsing a yes vote on the citywide referendum in november the city of st paul
0: is being lied to by the mayor of st paul who is threatening to raise property taxes if you vote no on the organized collection yep the contract has already been ruled invalid there is no reason to buy these threats from the mayor if you have no contract there are no obligations by anybody. What was the legal term? I can't remember. It's force a- du jour. Force, force, uh, force du jour. No. What you writing about this week?
4: You just heard it. <laughs> force At c- manure. At a central committee meeting this week, 87% of attendees, probably not a surprise, huh, voted in support of keeping the organized collection. The party announced that a Wednesday morning. DFL chairwoman Beth Commerce said in an interview, I think that for a large part of St. Paul, this isn't an issue. They want to focus on things that move the city," she says. "There's a small vocal group that it feels like they just want to bring us back and hold us back.
1: Why? Why is he so persistent on having this done? Why, why, what does he? What does he care? I mean, do they stand to really make that much money from no, it? No. Then, no. then, why? Is it just stubbornness? It's just uh, central planning. We we know better than you. Hmm.
4: Bernie Sanders' campaign said Wednesday the Democratic presidential candidate had a heart procedure for a blocked artery and was canceling events and appearances until further notice. The 78-year-old Sanders experienced chest discomfort during an event Tuesday and sought medical evaluation. It said two stents were successfully inserted and that Sanders is conversing and in good spirits. His wife was in route to Las Vegas and said in an email to the Associated Press her husband was doing really well. Democratic field's oldest candidate, Sanders, sometimes jokingly refers to his age at town halls and other events. His aides have tried to project him as a candidate with energy
2: levels that surpassed his 2016 presidential campaign. Well, I guarantee you he feels better already. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you get those stents in, it's a, it's a whole new... It's, it is. I, I believe... You feel I,
1: way better once they're in. Well, oh, I kidding. just kidding. Should I just go get it done now? Yeah, well... <laughs> What do you mean by better, with the breathing
3: or can the chest? You
2: better, yeah. You don't get winded. Not as tired, Yeah, right? not, not as, as tired. Time. It's just, yeah, it's a huge improvement. The you beach. can start smoking again. <laughs> ab- oh.
4: oh, my God. I'm
2: just joking.
4: The impeachment war between the president and House Democrats escalated dramatically Wednesday morning as committee leaders prepared to subpoena White House for documents and both sides traded fiery accusations. At a press conference held minutes after the draft subpoena was released, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and House Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff blasted the president for his statements decrying the Ukraine whistleblower and his or her sources. Trump, for his part, essentially live-tweeted his response to the press conference, arguing that Democrats are wasting time. Uh, some profanity in one of his tweets, he said, the do-nothing Democrats should be focused on building up our country, not wasting everyone's time and energy on BS. But he didn't say BS. He typed spelled out the, it out, did he? The entire word, yeah. yes. Uh, so, uh, I'm sorry, to be uh, before
3: you him. proceed, will you tell him to put that picture way of the uh, I just noticed it. the gal he's been oh I took my ruler it's out. a shrine he's cut it up he's <laughs> took it out he's got so a
0: picture of the girl who entered the lion's den at the Bronx Zoo
3: yeah but he's treating yeah. it as if he's her girlfriend she's your right. girlfriend you His like girlfriend. that
2: Kenny I you am, like that huh I am in love with her and yeah don't don't encourage him and she was doing just a sexy little wiggle thing. I mean, it wasn't a full on rump shaker. It was just a sexy little. He's really overthinking this and he thinks and he has a shot. That wiggle said, hey,
0: Kenny, come on. Hey, Niall Rogers, take it down a minute. Come on, come on over here,
4: Kenny. <laughs> I got a little music for Kenny's, you know. Yeah. Help movie. me wiggle. I Kenny. love
3: that. Is that a yeah. button that that guitar
4: can do? Well, it's, the amp's got a little wah on it
2: it's Kenny in the movie. But this this picture is going to go over my desk. It's the only picture. It'll be the only picture at my desk. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah.
1: I make you think of brats.
4: An Italian... Uh, speaking of perverts...
1: <laughs> what? Speaking of what? You, why, you, why, speaking of perverts. Why is that pervert? The, well, there's nothing I, perverted I, 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 about I, I that. I not say
4: you specifically, but... An Italian tennis chair umpire was suspended Tuesday after he was caught on video making comments deemed inappropriate oh, no. to a ball girl... Mm. <laughs> and coaching a player during an ATP Challenger Tour match. Gianluca Mascarella was caught making suggestive remarks on camera during the match in Florence. Video posted to social media appeared to show Mascarella talking to the young girl and telling her she was, quote, very sexy and asking her, are you hot physically or emotionally? It's really? Un- right there when he was on the chair? umpire's yeah. player's chair? Yep. Huh. Unclear how old the ball girl was. The incident took place during a match between Pedro Sousa and Enrico Dallavale.
2: Plenty more where that came from.
4: uh, Separately, aside from those comments, he was also heard coaching up one of the players, Sousa. He was heard telling Sousa to, quote, stay focused and that the game should be 6-1, 6-1. You had 45 break points. The uh, fellow who runs the ATP uh, group said, we're aware of a number of incidents involving chair umpire Moscarello was immediately dismissed from the tournament. Meanwhile, he's been provisionally suspended.
0: Say out at Grunhofer's now, there's a new brat, the pit-smoked pork brat? Yes. And the bacon
2: fireball
0: brat. Slow down, slow down. Uh The pit-smoked. Pit smoked. smoked pork brat.
2: That sounds Damn. like it's right up my... I, yeah. I, I'm not into cheese in my brats. Yeah. That sounds like it should be renamed the Kenny brat. Probably. The
0: bacon fireball brat. This is in addition to the 130 pork brat flavors at Grunhofer's, the north end of Hugo and Highway 61. It's the GL destination for meat of all kinds. Roast, bacon, ham, burgers, salami, not salami. What did I want to say? Pastrami. Smoked salmon.
3: Smoked salmon. Yeah. yeah, Kenny. That should be there. Smoked, Kenny smoked salmon. You know, if you want to be a hero at home and maybe Ma's not cooking as much, you stop <laughs> off at Grunhofer's and you can be a hero. I bet they sell everything. How about Soup.
2: You know what?
3: I bet the guy, you know what, let's you, find out the guy's hey, soup. Beef you,
0: short ribs, jerky, yep, all yes. kinds of jerky. It's just fantastic. It doesn't stop. Chicken brats. I'm telling you, it is quite quite a discovery that we've made in the time we've gotten to know Spencer Grunhofer and the gang out of Grunhoffers. It's a GL destination. It's absolutely the Bazaar of Meat in uh, in the United States, as far as I'm concerned, That's I haven't right. I haven't had a better brat in my life. Grunhoffer's old fashioned meets the north side of Hugo, right on Highway
4: 61. You can't miss it. They got the big GL sign right out front. A 10 year old in Jennings, Louisiana, was found this weekend driving a school bus across town. <laughs> I a
1: no boy. You drive a bus.
4: Jennings Police Chief Denny Semmes said the child rode his bike to the location where the buses were, and the buses apparently were unlocked. Police say they were con- uh, contacted by a concerned citizen who saw a young child driving the bus along Carver Street in Jefferson Davis Parish. When police arrived, they found out the child was 10 years old and driven the bus across town from the high school. It was taken into custody. The bus was brought back. Semis says the child and his parents could face charges following the incident. The school board declined on-camera interview, but Superintendent Kirk Creditor admits, yeah, the keys were left in. The buses for mm. some reason. You recall the story from
0: years ago out of Florida, the kid who wore the complete bus driver's uniform, yeah. the, oh, yeah. and, yeah. and, bus, and yep. was was making the regular stops and picking yes. yep. people up. I've always wondered what happened to that kid. I hope he, I hope he, uh, I have a feeling he turned out very well. I have a feeling he could
2: go
1: places. Mass murderer? Probably. Did you catch? I don't think so. Did
2: you catch during Johnny's uh, story where that where that took place at Jefferson County Parish? No, Jefferson Jefferson Davis. Jefferson Paris. Davis which, which is interesting. I I wonder they're gonna have to change that name. Stay at age, yeah. yeah. And so I just looked up a list of memorials to Jefferson Davis. Uh it it's it's a long, long oh, Wikipedia page. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
4: Update on a story from the other day. Uh, the Auburn Hills Police Department said two people broke into a shed under a billboard, hacked into the computer, and put pornography on the digital billboard along <laughs> I-75 over the weekend. This is in Michigan. Uh, Auburn
2: Hills. A for effort. Yeah. Yeah. Nice job, guys.
4: Auburn Hills Police said uh, it's only a three- Foot by three foot shack. It's got a little computer inside.
2: <laughs> These guys. Sus- that took some
4: effort. <laughs> These yeah, guys. suspects broke in and hacked the computer to play the pornographic video. It played Saturday night for about a half hour along I-75. Uh, police learned the video about the video playing on the billboard from callers on the freeway. The video was able to stop the video remotely. Uh, the whole thing must have been planned, according to police. Surveillance video uh, shows the shack very clearly. It says, uh, the suspects were covering their faces and wearing hoodies. They're both wearing glasses for further. Uh, you, be, you better hope these guys don't take up real crime, right?
2: Because <laughs> they know how to do it.
4: They also walked in and immediately pushed the camera away. So yeah, must have been some sort of inside. <laughs> probably job. Employee, exactly what probably to do. employees. Probably
2: employees. <laughs> According to police, Let's mess with Rick. <laughs>
4: According to police, uh, it originally was just a misdemeanor a crime, but after surveillance video of the break-in, it turned into a felony, according to Lieutenant Bob Gagnon. A felony? Yeah. Whatever these guys were doing, if they thought it was a practical joke or a prank, it's elevated to a felony because they broke into the building. Hmm. So, well, That's hats fantastic, That's off. Okay. off to them. say Thank By you. the way, uh,
2: I posted a picture of my inspiration, my wriggling lady here on Twitter. Good. I'm S- glad you like her.
1: Speaking of <laughs> pictures... Did you get your sign at Tratteloni that you texted me? He actually made the sign. We get one Star Tribune, we get one Pioneer Press. It's Presby, working, too. One. It's working. Am I allowed to tweet that? Go ahead. It's okay. working. All right, I'm going to tweet that it's later. It's working.
0: As long as it works. That's all that matters. The last two days, we've gotten the correct three papers. And so, You guys, so funny, he man. used the the number one. We get one
1: here, we get one here, we get one
2: here. Oh, wow. And it's worked. It's worked. You know what? A write, the world's best writer could not create a character no. like you. Yeah. No. You are one of a kind, Well, just put a sign out. What do you want? I mean,
0: you know, you got to get a sign. You need a you. sign? You can get a sign. So you didn't you get, get it sign. at
1: Fratelloni's? Uh, you did I not. didn't need to. Well, well, Frats
0: would help, help me yeah. tremendously, but I didn't need I made my own and put it under plastic and mask. used masking tape.
1: <laughs> Ding. <laughs> Ding. We need to get the Grand Avenue Fratelloni's guys on the air just to hear Eric. about the story.
3: The manager, Eric. Eric. Well, he's at the he's not the one by Dale that uh, that joe goes to okay uh folks if you're not telling 30 people about how screwed up this podcast is and how entertaining it is you're not doing any justice to anybody so let people know garagelogic.com is where you can find all the back podcasts and if you're all caught up well poke around our website we've got great features the drop down feature the uh what do we have greg holcomb's cartoons Captures Garage Logic perfectly and also what's on Joe's bookshelf in Author's Corner. Everything. Rate us on Apple iTunes. GarageLogic.com. We'll catch you next time. Bruh.